You're listening to Orange County's only station with critical business information, Critical Mass, with your host, Rick Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at 3 p.m. Heard exclusively here on Internet Radio Station, octalkradio.net. We're broadcasting live from their state-of-the-art studios here in the Tech Space facility in beautiful Costa Mesa. This show is brought to you by our sponsors, Succession Strategies, Commerce National Bank, Smart Business Magazine, and Smart Stop Self Storage. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of business owners, CEOs, and executives to make better and more informed business decisions. We have two guests today, and let's get right to our first guest. I'm so excited to have Molly Brogan, who is Vice President of Public Affairs with National Small Business Association, as our guest. Molly, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me. Let's get started by asking you to talk a little bit about your professional background. Here on the radio program, sometimes I say, tell us about your path to the National Small Business Association. You know, I uh, I started out with the Denver Metro Chamber of Commerce. I'm a Colorado girl and um, worked there for about two years uh, handling their small business um, uh, services. Um, so I worked in... in partially doing training and event planning for small businesses. I also did a lot of work with the Small Business Development Center of Denver. Um, from there, I decided to uh, move to the big uh, big city of Washington, D.C., and I worked for the American Chamber of Commerce Executives for just under a year, event planning and, and worked with other chambers throughout the country. I've always had a passion for policy. I've always been very passionate about small business. And from there, I landed at the National Small Business Association about 10 years ago, and it's been a really lovely fit. I started out doing uh, lobbying issues on you know, a wide range of topics from healthcare to economic development to uh, regulatory reform. And in the last five years, switched over to the communication side. And so while we all work very seamlessly, I, I do more of the, the public outreach and, and media affairs for the organization and, and a bit less activity on the Hill, which is my, my tired and aching feet certainly appreciate that. So, Molly, I've got to ask, what is it about small business being involved with government policy that first got you interested in this career? You know, I, I, I come from a very politically active family. Uh, you know, we would uh, watch 60 Minutes every Sunday. You know, we'd watch the nightly news together and, and discuss politics. And being an active and engaged part of the community was always emphasized in my family. I also had a very good friend growing up, almost like a sister, and spent a great deal of time with her family. And they actually ran a small business. Mm-hmm. They had a Sir Speedy franchise. And, uh, you know, seeing the hard work that they did, but also the, the great benefits that come from it, you know, really brought small business close to home and understanding the challenges that they have to deal with on a regular basis, you know, kind of made me think, boy, there's there's this group of people out here who are doing such good work and, and it's really tough. And, uh, you know, if there's something I can do to, to help folks like them, then, then, boy, I ought to be doing it. So let's just back up one second and explain again to our audience, as the Vice President for Public Affairs, what does that role entail for you for the National Small Business Association, Molly? Essentially what I do is is handle any kind of of public outreach and public persona for the National Small Business Association. So uh, I do a lot of writing. Uh, We we do a weekly uh, newsletter to all of our members. So I I handle that and do a lot of the writing for it. I work with reporters on a regular basis. Uh, I conduct a number of surveys throughout the year uh, to provide data about the small business community. 
you know, it really, it's a, it's a pretty broad range of topics. I work with a lot of Capitol Hill offices in terms of legislation that we support and providing press releases and, and getting the word out about pieces of legislation that we really like, as well as trying to work with our grassroots um, action center. Uh, and it's an online center where people can go in and within two minutes have a, a you know, personalized letter that we've already crafted for them, send it off to their members of Congress and, and weigh in on critical issues. So that's another key thing that we do here at NSBA. Oh, great, because um, I want to ask you uh, later in the interview, what are the top of issues that are affecting your members and kind of describe the benefits of membership? We stepped a little bit on that, but we're going to come back to that in, in just a few minutes. But before we get there... I'd like you, Molly, to tell the organization, not tell the organization, tell the audience about National Small Business Association. Maybe people are familiar with it, maybe they aren't, but the audience that listens to critical mass radio shows are mid-market and small business owners and top executives. So you're talking, I think, to your members, maybe. Probably there's some people in our listening audience who are active members in the small business National Small Business Association. But for those that aren't, give us a sense for the organization. Sure. NSBA is the country's first small business advocacy organization. Uh, we just celebrated 75 years in operation. I think a lot of your members, if, if they haven't heard of us, they probably have heard of NFIB, which is the National Federation of Independent Business. Okay. We're very similar to them. One of the key differences is that we're older, so we've been around a bit longer. We're not quite as big as uh, NFIB, but we do have 65,000 members across the country uh, in every industry uh, in every state. And um, we're a staunchly nonpartisan organization, and that's one of the things that, um, you know, as the the spokesperson for an organization, uh, I'm really proud of that, uh, you know, our members drive from A to Z our policy decisions. We we get together and, and they vote on it. We have monthly teleconference calls on a range of issues. They tell us what's important to them, and, you know, we work with Republicans and Democrats alike, and I think, you know, in this increasingly partisan environment that yes. we live in, particularly in Washington, D.C., yes. being as staunchly nonpartisan as we has been, I personally think, the right way to go in terms of, you know, we'll work with anybody who supports small business. We don't care what your politics are. If you're on the same side as us in terms of regulatory reform and um, simplifying taxes, then we're happy to work with you. So 65,000 members from across the country, and this may be an unfair question, but we do broadcast here from California. I'm just wondering, Molly, if you could give us a sense for your membership here on the West Coast. Yeah, you know, the the way we operate is we have what we consider both direct members, so member to NSBA paying members, and then we also operate as kind of an umbrella group for a, a number of state and regional groups. And one very active group we have is Small Business California, and Scott Hauge runs that, that organization. And, um, you know, in terms of numbers, I would, I would have to get back to you. I, I apologize, okay. but I know that we do have a great representation in California, both in our direct members as well as through the Small Business California organization, which has been doing some really great work out there. And I would like to maybe have Scott on a future episode of Critical Mass Radio Shows. And Molly, if you would be so kind to connect us. Um, I believe very much in getting exposure for advocacy organizations, especially ones that are nonpartisan. Does that make, being nonpartisan as National Small Business Association is, does that make you unique against maybe other associations like you in this country? I think that it does. Uh, you know, and I, I may be biased to somebody who, having worked for an organization for 10 years, which is somewhat unusual in Washington, D.C., um, <laughs> I obviously think where I work is a great place, and I really believe in our mission and what we do. Okay. 
But I do think that we're we're kind of unique. I know a lot of people like to say that they're nonpartisan, and and I, I think you know when you look at our votes, I think we truly are. I think there are a lot of issues where you know we've been very friendly to Democrats, and a lot of issues where we've been very friendly to Republicans. So you know we don't have an active PAC. We don't do a ton of campaign fundraising. We have in the past, but in the last five years, it's been dormant. So I think that's another area that's you know kind of enabled us stand kind of independently and and really just focus on what the issues are, not necessarily what the politics are behind it. And I think personally, from a professional, from a small being a small business owner, it's great to have an association that is willing to cover the range of issues regardless of political affiliation. I think that's the way it should be. And so I'm even more excited to have you as their spokesperson here on Critical Mass Radio Show. And I'm talking with Molly Brogan. She's VP of Public Affairs for National Small Business Association. Molly, we're going to take our first commercial break. So, audience, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a minute or less. When we come back, I'm going to ask you, Molly, to share with our audience the top issues that are affecting your members. So, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. You're listening to Critical Mass Radio Show. We'll be back with Molly Brogan right after these words. the premier rewards gold card from american express the rewards points can keep on multiplying by three with triple points on airfare by two with double points on gas and groceries and a single point for pretty much every other dollar you spend on the card then start choosing from over a million rewards to redeem all those points apply today and the annual fee for the first year is on us call 1-800-AXP-GOLD or visit axpgold.com the annual fee for the card is 175 dollars see terms conditions and restrictions at axpgold.com Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's succession-strategies.com. I got stuff to the right, more stuff to the left. Got enough stuff, but I can't take a step. So I smart stopped and took a minute to think. I need a little better spot, not under the sea. With Smart Stop, I leave the stress at the door. Because it's the smarter way to store. Smart Stop bucks the system. Your first month's rent is just a buck. Your next three months are half off. Call 888-97-STORAGE and mention this station. Goodbye clutter, hello floors. Smart Stop, the smarter way to store. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the interviews I conduct with our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on our radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of our show. We deliver over 25,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions a month. If you'd like to learn more about advertising on our program, talk to our advertising department at 
888-900-0004. All right, let's turn our attention back to Molly Brogan. She's Vice President of Public Affairs, National Small Business Association. Molly, before the break, I said I'd ask you to share with our audience the top issues that your members are telling you are affecting them. There are a number of really key issues that, that we're always hearing from our members. The cost of health care, tax complexity, regulatory burden. So those are always among the top three and four issues that we hear from our members. Another key one that we've heard a lot more about in the you know, last two, three years is the growing national debt, and that's really a huge issue as well. Um, in fact, our members voted that our number one priority issue is deficit reduction earlier in, the, in this session of Congress. So we recently surveyed our members, and we do this two times a year. It's, there are economic reports, and we just came out with our mid-year economic report a few weeks back. And the number one issue is you know, economic uncertainty. That's followed by decline in customer spending. Cost and health insurance benefits came in after that. Uh, next up was regulatory burdens, then federal taxes, lack of available capital, and then a growing national debt. So those right now in terms of boots on the ground and what's really happening out there, those are kind of how our members ranked, where these key issues are, are impacting them and, and how, they're, how significant a challenge they pose to the future growth and survival of their business. I don't think you missed any. I was writing them down as you were talking, and I think you've covered the ones that the clients that I work with and the people that I kind of run with talk about as an issue. I'm kind of surprised, though, that the deficit reduction is such a hot topic relative to the other topics, which seem to me to be a little more in our face, right? Deficit reduction is sort of a, a harder-to-quantify issue as opposed to maybe health care and taxation and regulation and some of the other things, which are presented to us every day in, in how business leaders run their business. But I'm glad your organization is also taking the long-term view, as are your members. I think that speaks volumes for the type of people that are members of National Small Business Association. Thanks. I, I, I agree, and it's really interesting, too. We've, we've, we found some kind of interesting trends in terms of past surveys that we've done. And, you know, when we did the survey last fall um, and then the previous year when the discussions over the debt ceiling and the deficit were really raging in Congress, there was a lot more concern of the growing national debt, and, and it's been relatively quiet in the last couple of months. I expect that to change toward the end of this year when we conduct our year-end survey. Uh, you know, I think the more Congress fails to get something done and the more and more bickering and, and you know, partisan posturing, the bigger concern it is. And I think that really kind of underscores the fact that economic uncertainty is a significant challenge. When we're talking to our members on a daily basis that if, if there's not a lot of faith in the people that they're electing to lead them and, and solve the very difficult issues facing our country, there's not a huge incentive to hire on new people and and grow your business if, if you really have, have a, a lack of confidence in what's going to be happening in the next two, three years. So I do think, like you said, it's, it's not quite as in your face as some of the other issues, but I, I think it's one of those, you know, kind of a, a slow burn that, that is always there, and it's we know it's going to get ugly if something's not done about it in the near term. I agree. Let's talk about membership in your organization. I'm curious how that is structured. Can you, Molly, give our audience a sense for, you know, what are the benefits and, and how is membership in the National Small Business Association structured? We really look at our, our organization as representing all small businesses in the U.S. You know, even people who aren't members are benefiting from our, our advocacy on the Hill because, it, you know, it, these are issues that impact all small businesses, not just people who are our members. Now, 
the benefit of being a member is is that you have a lot more say in terms of what issues are impacting your business. So, uh, you know, if you're a, a retail store owner, I, I think you can certainly make a lot of cases for, um, you know, flexible scheduling and some other issues that, that we've certainly worked on. And I, I think that is a great benefit, having a say in our issues and, and, you know, what we do as an organization and what stances we take. I think another big benefit to being a member of NSBA is having that inside track on what's happening in Congress. There's certainly no shortage of websites and blogs and, and newspapers and television stations telling us what's happening in Washington, D.C., but trying to drill down to understand what's really happening and how does it impact small business specifically. Uh, I think that we offer a lot of really great information, a lot of great resources, uh, as well as some really easy, time-saving ways to get involved in the process. And that is another thing, which I'm sure you know, Rick, that um, as a small business owner, you barely have time to see your family, let alone you know weigh in with your members of Congress on a regular basis. So right. that's something that we try and make very easy for our members, and, and whether it's through online advocacy or um, hosting events in Washington, D.C., where we take the entire group up to the hill and we lobby for an entire day, um, I think we definitely provide some access um, for our members uh, to their lawmakers that they may not otherwise get. So how receptive, uh, and realize you're on a international radio show right now so and i know you're a vp of public affairs so you're very studied in responding to questions like this but i got to be honest i'm curious how receptive do you find our elected officials to these top issues and working with your advocacy organization for the best interests of small business owners in the country I think there are two answers to that question, Rick, and, and I'm happy to be being very candid because we're always very candid about this. I think everybody loves small business. You know, it's as American <laughs> yeah. as apple pie and it grandma is. and babies. And, you know, everybody. Right. Nobody wants to do anything against small business. So we're, we're mentioned all the time. People love us. They they love small businesses. They want to do whatever they can to help. The challenge comes, <laughs> and, and this is what can be frustrating for our organization, is that we don't have the kind of um, political funding that larger companies do. And that's, I think, what makes an organization like NSB important, is that we can kind of pool those resources and pool yes. um, you know, our grassroots efforts together and say, okay, this is an issue that impacts the entire small business community, and here's why you should act on it. So, you know, on the one hand, I think politicians talk a lot about small business because it's very popular to talk about that. I think there's a genuine care for small business as well. I don't think it's always just lip service, but do I think it always translates into them getting things done and making the important votes for our constituency? No, I don't, which is unfortunate. And that's why I can't advocate strongly enough to the members in my community out here in Southern California, but also to those people that are listening to us today live or maybe as a podcast off of iTunes or Stitcher in the future. If you own a small business, you need to join advocacy associations because there's a lot going on that affects our businesses. And to your point, Molly, there are many larger corporations who have very sophisticated funding and lobbying efforts that are not always on the same purpose and benefit of small business. And so small business needs to have a voice with our elected officials, and the best way to do that is through these professional uh, organizations like National Small Business Association. So I hope that many in our audience are already members and others who aren't would consider joining this group. I think the kind of work that you're doing is much needed to keep visibility to the issues that we face. Uh, my engineer is telling me I've got three minutes left with you here today on Critical Mass Radio Show, Molly Brogan. So I'm going to ask you, I understand that you do teleconferences for your members as a added service. Could you describe that? feature and maybe the other outreach that you have for small business owners just in a few minutes because that's what we have left on the program today. 
You bet. Well, we understand that people don't always have half an hour to 45 minutes to read through our weekly updates. So what we do from time to time, um, it's typically on a quarterly basis, sometimes more regular than that. We pick a hot issue and bring in the best experts we can find, um, and often it's somebody who works on the Hill or a member of the, the press, to join us on a quick 45-minute teleconference, and, you know, we give them the details. Here's what's happening. Here's what we think is likely to happen in Congress. Um, it, it's just a, a quick way to, to join in, and we try and do it always at about 1 o'clock Eastern. So hopefully we're getting um, several people sometime along their lunch hour or, or close to it. But just to provide a you know quick update, here's what's happening. Um, you know, Again, we really understand how busy you guys are, and, and we want to make the most of your time. So that's what we offer. And we do actually, um, from time to time, open these teleconferences up to non-members. So if anybody's listening um, and you'd like to participate in these, feel free to shoot me an email. You can just send it to press at nsba.biz, and I'll be happy to add you to our guest list for the next issue briefing we have planned. Okay, that's press at nsa.biz. Did I get that right? That's right. Uh, press at nsba.biz, NS- correct. nsba.biz. Okay, so uh, with the little bit of time that I have left, Molly, uh, if someone would like to learn more about your organization online, can you give them the website, please? You bet. It's www.nsba.biz, B-I-Z. All right. Well, hopefully um, people that are listening live or in the future as a podcast will take me up on my suggestion to find out more about the National Small Business Association You've given us a lot of good reasons to consider your advocacy group here in Southern California. And if you have time to come back in the future, or if you're ever in Southern California, Molly, let me know. We'll have you in the studio for a live guest as well. Thanks for being a friend of the program, and welcome to the Critical Mass Business Community.